When you share about where your business or your work is at, and you're, do you ever stop and rec, try to recognize where it's really at and then share that? Or do you share what you think people want to hear or what you want them to hear about where you're at? Recognizing where we're at is one thing. Being able to then share it with someone else is another. We're going to talk today about on episode 901, what's real and recognizing that. All that and more on today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote provides an opportunity for business owners and leaders to discover what is real for them and to be impacted by what is real for others. That is the Renegade way. Let's get real. We all face challenges and get stuck occasionally and are looking for an antidote. Each weekday, this show dives into a topic that may have you stuck, frustrated, and uncertain. Our goal is to share our value in an effort to help you find that one thing, the antidote to your challenges so that you can get results and make more money. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. There you go. Good morning, Tom. What was that? That was sort of the ending note. Is that your new thing now? For those I of you know, who I picked know. an introduction that would come to an end so that I wouldn't have a new thing. I, it was specific. It was strategic. But there was a point where it really starts rocking. I want to like start playing the drums. And you didn't want to end with that so that you could play the drums at the end? That would be kind of cool. I, I, I didn't because it didn't feel right. Okay. Fair enough. But I do right, like, that. I do like that opening. As do I. The, the music picks up. It kind of is uplifting. It makes you feel awake and alert, ready to kick kick the day in the teeth. Why do you have to beat up the day? It's metaphorical. Yeah. Although, doesn't that then mean that sometimes the day beats you up? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I get those. So why, why even think about it as beating it up? Fair. I will take that under advisement. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's my one thing. Everyone, it's our show. We're going to move on. That's no. Thank you for recognizing that. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to help you recognize it because I think there are things yep. out there that we don't always recognize. Fair. Right, anyhow, good morning and welcome everyone to today's antidote. As we mentioned. Our conversation today is about what's real. And today we're going to talk about recognizing that. Something that I think is often not always easy for people to do, especially if you're in the middle of it. And one of the things that is really valuable to have someone on the outside sort of sharing and helping you see what maybe you can't always see. So as we have that conversation and discussion today, we encourage you to share your thoughts and ideas because we know that it'll add value to the conversation. <clears throat> and at the conclusion of that conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, or today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you figure out maybe something that you need. Solve one challenge, which we also unfortunately know then sometimes leads to the next challenge. And uh, one of the beauties of your work, your world, and the way we get to operate. And of course, if you have a one thing that you would like to share, please feel free to put that in the comments as well, because we know it'll add value to our show. And while we're talking about it, if this is something that you're struggling with before we get too deep into the conversation, it's something that we're trying to help people figure out, especially as we near the end of the third quarter. Mm. 
the end of the summer and the start of the final push towards the end of 2023. And if that's something that you're concerned about, worried about, maybe feel a little stuck about what you're going to do. Maybe you've been spending all summer sort of sharing with others that, yeah, things going great and having a great year. Well, internally, you're sort of beating yourself over up over where you are. We have a program. It's called Get Real, Get Results, Make More Money. It's going to help people figure out how to attack the next uh, the next quarter of the year. So if that's something you think might be interested, if you're struggling with getting real over where you are or sharing that with others, uh, please reach out to Bob or me and we can share more details. You can also find more information at renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Before we dive into our conversation though, Bob, we encourage everyone listening out there to share what they're celebrating today because we value celebrations. And uh, while you are celebrating that in the comments, Bob and I are going to share something about what's real for us. You have something you want to share today, Bob? I do, Tom. Let's get real. Let's get real. Oh, there it is. That's what I'm going to go with. Let's get real. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully the WWE guy doesn't come after me for, you know. Well, at least if you don't say, let's get ready to rumble, I think you're okay. Oh, now you did it. You said it. Now we're in trouble. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. But anyhow. So getting real, we're going to, I'm going to walk through, and this is an opportunity to, and we'll break it down over the course of this week, and you'll hear this again and again, but this is an opportunity to really take stock of a situation. So I was telling you before the program, I had a call with someone yesterday who I hadn't talked to in a couple of years. He reached out to me or I reached out to him. I don't even remember which actually it was on my calendar and we got on the call and we're chatting and one thing led to another. And before you know it, he started asking me questions about what I do and they were getting more and more pointed. And I think what I recognize is every discussion could lead to an opportunity. I had kind of dismissed this as a just sort of a throwaway call. Just wasn't really sure what the purpose was. And it led to a discussion. And then as I evaluate it, it, it had all the makings of a productive call from the start. He initiated it. I went back and checked. Um, he scheduled it around time. He scheduled it for longer than the usual type of call like that. So there were some signals that I don't know that I acknowledged. And so as I think of action steps, I think the takeaway for me going forward is to really, and the learning for me is really to accept every call that I have coming in and going out as a potential opportunity, not knowing what that opportunity is. The opportunity could have been just to catch up or we commiserated over a shared experience that was not real good for the two of us. And that was that was a bonding experience, I think, for both of us. And at, at one point he said, you know, it's just nice to kind of talk through that and move past it. And so you just never know what a call could be. And we, we, we meet people all day, every day. And I don't think we always think about the effect that we can have on them or the effect they can have on us just by smiling at them, saying hi, just listening. It depends. Ah, uh, those anticipated or expected outcomes. Yeah, that I knew create, that, was that many times create challenges for us. Yes, I understand that. Here's what I'm going to share about what's real today. And I'm going to, I mean, it's not about me, although I'm not, I'm pretty sure I, I, it, I am not, uh, I'm someone who probably does this as well. 
So Bob has a short week this week. And as we know, if you follow the show, Bob is also known as Busy Bob. He loves that. Hates it when his calendar is empty. And struggles when he gets a short week, as he would describe it. And so he's going to play some golf this week. Sorry. Giving away all your life story. And I Won't think be able to is, claim that on my taxes anymore, will I? <laughs> I? I don't know. It might depend on the conversations that Tom, you have. You know what? I got to interrupt you because people are are, are are ruining this. You know, I hear that it's your birthday today. It is my birthday today. Yes. So I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I know you're not a man for a big celebration, so I didn't do anything big as I usually do. And uh, I know my sister would be celebrating your birthday today because she was kind enough to give me a note about a week ago that says, don't forget, or remember, Tom's birthday is August 22nd. <laughs> so, could not be forgotten. It is on my kitchen table, right near my coffee machine. <laughs> I knew it was today. So, happiest of birthdays. Thank you. you make a huge difference in a lot of people's lives. Far more than I think you realize. Oh, well, I appreciate that. And they, as with me as well. There you go. Miss Liz comes in here, a lovely voice artist. Liz says, happy birthday. Missy says, hey, happy birthday. So nice. Thank you all very much. I appreciate that. So now you can proceed on with your. Uh, yeah, you're just trying to interrupt that. I think that's what happened. No, there. Not at all. Well, one of the things I think about it is that and I think like many of us, Bob was like, OK, I've only got two days to work this week. How do I cram as much into those two days? And I think what ends up happening is that we we don't allow time for all the other things that might need to get done, especially like preparing to go away. If you're like me, you leave that to the last minute and then you try to figure it all out and likely you forget something that you, you would have liked to have had. And I think that, you know, a few weeks ago we had a conversation, uh, our topic for the week was less is more. And I think sometimes that's helpful. When you get in those weeks, instead of feeling like, oh, I've got to get five days into two, Maybe feel like I've only got two days. I can only accomplish so much. And how do I make sure that I accomplish the key things I need to accomplish and be prepared for what I'm doing for the rest of the week? Because the rest of the week could be vacation. It could be other work that takes you out of town or takes you out of the office. It could be other meetings that happen that just block off that week. Could be that you get end up you know feeling sick, maybe. Who knows? All those things. It could be a holiday. And I think instead of like trying to cram it all in and feel like we have to be always busy, we have the opportunity to take a step back and figure like, okay, I can only do too, so much and I've got to prepare for whatever's coming up at the end of the week. So I'm not going to try to just cram everything into those two days. Because I can tell that Bob has been a little stressed, worried about how does he going to get it all in in those two days. So something for you to think about. And if that's real for you, how do you maybe look at those weeks differently? That's my, what's real. So now there you have it. Can you recognize that? I or do we want to dive it. in and try to figure out how we recognize what's real? Well, I, I, I think the first thing is to recognize, you know, recognizing things is difficult, right? As we jump into the topic. Because you have to accept a certain reality. So in the case that you brought up about me playing golf for a couple of days, there are a couple recognitions I have to make. One, I'm going to goof off Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I'm not going to be working. And I have some heartburn over that. Um, 
Can I ask you a question? Why do you define that as goofing off? Because I'm not working in their work days. So anything that you do during a work day that is not work is considered goofing off? Yes. I went to the Target store to get something yesterday in the middle of the day. And I was like, oh, this is my lunch hour. I better be back in an hour. Okay. So I struggle at times. I don't think I'm alone with some of that nine to five mentality. And yes. And uh, you're in a world where you don't necessarily have to work nine to five. Correct. Correct. Which means that the work day, work week can look different. And isn't this really something that is because you're going to play golf with someone you really enjoy mm-hmm. doing something you really enjoy doing. Um, so why is that goofing off? Why isn't that feeding your personal life? Well, and it'll lead to professional opportunities because we, the person I'm playing with is very good at asking me about work stuff and we'll talk through things and I'll come back with five great ideas. Even if you didn't, even if I didn't, you're defining that as goofing off. Yes. Why don't you define it as this is something extremely valuable to my personal life? Just like you would if if you were taking time out of your non-nine-to-five personal time to do something for work, you would justify that as this is really important to my business. Yes. Why can't you justify this is really important to my personal life? I guess I could. That would shift my thinking. Maybe. Something to consider. Okay. I'll... I'll, I'll... I'm not in a receptive mood this morning. I got too much to do to think through it. (laughs) Fascinating. Which means you might miss some opportunities. Like you almost did with your call that you talked about. Could be. Could be. It's possible. So I think one of the things, and and you kind of set up the perfect situation about recognizing. I I think there's a, um, there have been points in my career where I have gone to networking events. <clears throat> and people are like, oh, how's it going? Oh, my God, I'm killing it. It's going beautiful. Oh, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's beautiful. And it wasn't. And I think doing that enough networking events, I started to believe the, the story, not the reality, believe it or not. And I think sometimes we don't want to admit to ourselves that things aren't perfect. Or that we have work to do or that. We have challenges. Like, I think that's an area where you and I bonded when we were first having coffee together. It's sort of like we were dipping our feet in the water and going, Tom, I'm not really sure how to do this. Bob, I don't really know this. And we and we slowly, it wasn't like we unbared our souls at the first meeting and said, all right, cards on the tables. Here, here's where I am. This is not working the way I had expected. What do I do? It took a while. And I think... When I realized that, when I sat down with you, and I remember the thing we talked about, it's a very small thing, but we were talking about my water rower, of all things, because I bought a water rower, and Tom and I were talking, and he's like, and I said, yeah, I've got this water rower, and I just can't get into the practice of using it. And Tom walked me through, and we talked through why I didn't want to, and we tied it to some opportunities, and there was a lot of op. There was a lot there going on. And Tom was the first person that I could talk to about it. I see where we've got more comments. So I'm going to jump in uh, from my sister, Beth. 
Good morning, Tom, and happy birthday. Go Good morning, Bob. We won't even talk about that. Sorry, Bob. It's Tom's birthday, and he gets his name first instead of yours. I still love you, and you'll always be top billing. There you go. LOL. Don't stress over this. Enjoy your time off. If you don't, you will have to eat a dessert. You got this. Okay. There you go. Thank you, Beth. Well, here's the interesting thing. In, um, I think that what was fascinating about some of those conversations was that it wasn't that we were telling each other what we should do. No. It was more of us helping the other recognize that they kind of knew what to do for themselves. They just couldn't see it in the moment is that they were so stuck in what they were stuck in and being probably too close to the situation that they couldn't take the time or make the space to really take a hard look at what was real for them. You know, and we go back to what real equals, we talked about it yesterday, your knowledge, experience, and your perspective. We have so much of it that sometimes it's hard to recall those things that we know. And then when someone else shares or asks a question, we're like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. You know, I leveraged this one time in a different situation. This worked for me one other time. Maybe it'll work for me at this point. And I think that that for me, a lot of that is recognizing what we already know. Mm -hmm. And how do we, first off, try to leverage what we know before we then move on to what's next. And I think the challenge is we try to do that internally and it's very difficult because we're so stuck in the emotion of being stuck, overwhelmed, chaos around us, whatever it might be, that we really can't consider all of the knowledge, experience, and perspective that we have. You couldn't figure out how to make time to row. Are you all right? I, I am. I, I, I was just reading the comment. Um, have a great birthday, Tom. That from Thanks, Jack. Tom. So appreciate it. Are you back with us or what's going on? I'm with you. What? Oh. Well, I just had said I, that. I couldn't find a time to row. Correct. That's what you said. You couldn't I was figure expecting it out. you to follow that. Well, and it was a matter of having a conversation of prioritizing your time. Well, and I, I think what really had to happen was what you got me to tell myself in that discussion was what I didn't want to admit, which is that I wanted to get the benefit of the rowing machine without doing the work, which, by the way, is the theme I, I, I found over and over in my life. Um, and, and I... I, I'm, I'm having the same thing with the guitar. like to be a really good guitarist and not putting in the work. And I think what you helped me to do was tie the time I invested in the rower into a reward at the end of it. Do this to get this. Do this to get this. And that was really useful. And that's part of what I'm doing with yesterday and today. I'm working really hard yesterday and today with the reward that today at 5 o'clock, I'm stopping. I'm not going to work. I have one meeting. I have to actually two meetings I have to do tomorrow in the car. And otherwise, I'm really trying to let go of it all. And that alone is a shift. And I think the key here that we're really talking about is recognizing where you are. 
and for me to see when you said to me, you know, look, you, you tend to get really busy and you tend to want to do a million things and recognizing that really helps me. You know, last night I was going to work into the evening and I forced myself to stop at seven o'clock and I started to pack some things. So I'm all packed. That's not on the list. And I have plans this evening that I really value and I wasn't going to mess those up. And so I had to organize things a bit differently. And I actually have a meeting Thursday that I normally do that I'm canceling. And I did that proactively instead of getting to Thursday and going, oh, well, you know what? I'll be on the sixth hole. That won't be a problem. I can stop for 15 minutes and do a call. It's just one call. But I did talk through that with myself. Could Would that work for me? Could that be an effective means to get to where I want to go? And I got to a place where it's like, you know what? It's not going to work for me. I'm, I'm not going to go that way. So I think the recognition part is so often we tell ourselves a story. And I'm really guilty of this. I can tell myself this great story. You know, oh, I've got to work five days a week every day because if I'm not, I'm not a successful business owner. And really successful people work every day. 24-7, they're constantly working. And if I'm going to have success, I need to work 24-7. And if I'm going to be on the golf course, I got to take a call during the golf time because that'll show me, not anyone else. I can say I'll show other people how busy I am. But it's really about showing me how busy, I, how important I am. You know, I played golf a couple of years ago. And I was shocked. I, I played four day, three days of golf. I didn't get one work call the whole time. <laughs> I was really kind of annoyed driving home. I'm like, wow, I guess I don't really do anything. <laughs> I got a problem. So recognizing what that was is busy to me equals working. But it doesn't always mean I'm working on the right stuff. And today's a day where I really am trying to work on the things that are going to advance things and not the things that could distract me. Which I think isn't always easy to, if that's your prioritization is that I have to be busy. It's hard, I think, to then prioritize what are actually the things, because you're more, you could be more worried about being busy than actually what are the important things. You know, it's interesting. We, we have a weekly check-in and check-up with our mm -hmm. Renegade Success members. And one of the things I really value about one of our members is that they are very proactive in their personal life. So this person is going on a trip and they were talking, and the trip is not for a week and a half. And they were talking, planning, because they knew what was coming up about packing. And packing for that trip was an important part of of let you know of being of showing how important this off time is is that i really need to, i want to be prepared and so i'm going to pack and i know that it's okay i'm going to do it now and get it out of the way and and i think that that just when you, you were talking about it, it resonated with me is here's someone who saw the value of getting away so much so that they included in one of their priorities a week and a half ahead of time getting packed and they didn't do, and it wasn't packed like I got to throw stuff in a bag. It was carefully planned. Correct. Packing. Correct. Yeah. They were prioritizing this over 
they also shared in that meeting that they had a lot of things that they were trying to get completed work-wise before that as well. And it was just, it, it just struck me this morning is that is the value placed on the priority of each and where neither one necessarily took priority, yet they were aware of those priorities and found it valuable to really consider priorities outside of work, even though it was during, as I think you would say, the nine to five work. Yeah, it's it's interesting how when we recognize things, and I think that's a great example, seeing it in other people. So much of what I recognize in myself comes from me observing other people and how they go about things. You know, where where they where I do things the Bob way, and then I see someone else do something a different way and say, well, hey, that's not how I would do have done that. And often it's, that's not how I do that, it's wrong. Now I'm trying more and more to be like, that's not how I do it, what can I learn from that? And I think that's what our real, when we talk about real with the acronym, that's what we're really getting at. What can you learn from the things around you? Because so often the lessons are right in front of us. Sure. We just don't take the time and the effort to look at them. And I think that's where Tom and I have built this program is to help ourselves and help other people recognize the things that may you you may have been beating your head against the wall for the last X number of days, weeks, months, years. And suddenly the right question opens the door like, you know, I never realized that. And I, I think that's one of the most uh, exciting parts to me of coaching is when you ask a question, the person goes hold on a second, wait, this is just like that. Or what if I did this? And you're like, hey, that's a really good idea. And they go like, oh man, you're so great at giving me the answer. I, you know, and I know we don't have the answers. That's the, I was explaining to someone yesterday that it's like the answer is hidden inside of you. Sure. And, and we're so bogged down with things that's hard to access it. I think what, so my one thing when we talk about recognizing is, you have to take time to take stock. You really have to commit that time. And oddly enough, the time that I often take the most stock of what I'm up to in my business world is when I'm out playing golf. Because my head's clear, I'm relaxed, I'm enjoying myself. So yes, I know, I fell into the trap. Wait, wait a minute, I thought I was goofing off. <laughs> I know, I saw it coming. <laughs> I couldn't stop the train fascinating oh so here's my one thing okay and actually what you said plays into that i think it's recognizing what's real for each of us is very difficult by ourselves unless we're in the right environment and that and the environment creates that for you it sounds like it's golf sometimes for me it's driving here's the other thing i think is that we also have to be in a space where we're allowed to be okay. You know, as one of my coaches once said is that sometimes, can I say this on, on broadcast? BMW, can I say the full thing or no? Probably not. Okay, so uh, people will be able to figure it out. If uh, Sometimes we need to take that time. And I think this is a little bit of what Bob and I did when we got together over coffee or lunch was a little bit of gripe, even though that's not a B word, um, moan and whine 
about where we're at and all the things that were going on. Usually they were all excuses and justifications of why we were where we were. And yet sometimes we need to get that out in a space where someone will allow us that time and effort. And then we have to, and my coach always used to say, okay, let's go for a ride in my BMW. And you get to, you know, share. And we're going to do it for five minutes. And at the end of five minutes, we're going to stop. And then we're going to start to figure out what's next. You can't do that usually at a family gathering, at a networking event, when you're out with like peers, all those times. Or by yourself. Or by yourself. Correct. You can. It's just hard. If you do it by yourself. Well, you tend to get bogged down in it. And why would you ever get out of the BMW? Correct. Yep. Too nice to drive until someone says, hey, turn over the keys. It's my turn. Correct. Wait a minute. You don't really own that car. You're just borrowing (laughs) it for a little bit. And so I think that one of the things that coaching, one of the things that our program that we're talking about does is it provides that space where you can share what's real and not be judged. I think that's so often we're so afraid that we're going to be judged when, you know, we might be going through one of those times where it's just not going the way we thought. Things out of our control are impacting us. And so finding that space, whatever it is, and if you're struggling to find that space, you know, having a conversation with Bob Ryan might be of value. Our Renegade Success Network members find that check-in and check-up we do every week valuable and a way for them to, sometimes we give them the keys to the BMW and they take off. And other times they just ask questions that allow us, or they're willing to, to say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. How can, how, what could I consider? The, the other thing I noticed for them, Tom, is they've gotten into the routine because we do it every Wednesday at 1 PM with them, that they come to it having built up the, this is what I want to talk about. Sure. You know, it's a very strategic, the mind starts to go, Oh, I've got this thing at Wednesday at one. This is what I need to recognize this is what I need to work through and I think that's one of the shifts I've seen in that group over the last year or so it's like it's there's a little chitter chatter but it's often right into okay so here's my situation sure how can I help so I think if you don't have that that space that opportunity someone who's willing to listen that it can be really challenging to be truly understand and recognize what's real for you And I think you added a really key word, Tom, that person who's willing to listen, because so often I think we make people listen. We make our spouse listen. We make our boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other listen. We make our friend listen when all they want to do is play golf and we're telling them all about our work problems. And we make that employee listen, even though they don't want to listen and give you advice, you're saying, well, you know, you, you complain to him over lunch and you put him in an awkward position. Well, I think and there's I also that the, again and again. There's also the person who either wants to interrupt and tell you how, and they want the keys um, because they're trying to one up you on, well, you think it's bad for you. Here's where it is right. for me. And I think that those, you know, those are, are, um, where we think we have the space that we need and we're not really providing, provided the space we need. So, Or you have the person who says, well, you made this choice, live with it. Fair. All right. All right, everyone. If you have a one thing you'd like to share about recognizing what's real or how to recognize what's real, or maybe share a little bit about what's your space, what's your go-to way to 
be able to find that time and truly take a look at what's real for you. We'd love to see it. Please feel free to put it in the comments. If you happen to listen to me, the podcast where there is no place to comment, we would encourage you to join us in our Facebook group, Sculpt Your Business, where you can share your thoughts and ideas there. Maybe you can go there and say, hey, you know what? I'm looking for somebody who wants to go around and listen to in my BMW or says, you know what? I really am happy to share my thoughts. I'm happy to listen to you, not judge and just listen to where you're at. You might find it inside of that group. So we look forward to seeing you inside our Sculpt Your Business Facebook group. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. ish Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. And I should, Kelly just offered this. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. Um, Hey, whatever you do, folks, whether you're on the golf course, whether you're in your office, whether you're in your car, whether you're with family, friends, wherever you are, embrace the renegading you. It is so, so, so worth it. Promise. No doubt. There you go. You heard it here first. All right, everyone, go out and enjoy your day. We will see you soon. Hey. It's that time. You've heard all about this uh, real stuff. You've heard about recognizing. Are you struggling to recognize what's really going on? Do you have no one you can tell what's really happening? The good, the not so good, the confusing, the complicated. Tom and I want to help you. It's as simple as joining our Get Real, Get Results, Make More Money program. You will have access to us 24-7 so you can go out and ride the BMW for a little bit, and then figure out what it means and how you can move forward. It's going to help you advance where you want to go, get where you want to go so much faster. So go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com or ask Tom or Bob. We want to help you get where you want to go. And this is how you can do it.